1: What up, y'all? Welcome back to another edition of the Watermark Students Podcast. My name is Austin Mankin. I'm joined by Jermaine Harrison, Kaylee Wright, and our student guest for today, Landry Hayes. Now, Landry, how about you introduce yourself to the audience?
2: Hey, y'all. My name is Landry Hayes. I just graduated from TCA in Addison, and I'm headed to Texas A&M in the fall. Pinkies up. And, and thumbs yep. up? Yep, go. Let's go. Okay,
1: Landry, before we jump in, you're a senior, you're probably pretty popular, you know a lot of people, and so I feel like you're going to have a good answer to this question, but tell us, who is the most famous person that you have met or encountered in your lifetime? Mm-hmm. Ooh,
2: good. Good question. I was 11 years old. I was in New York City, some would say the Big Apple, mm-hmm. and uh, I was walking across the street and ran into Katie Holmes and Surrey Cruz. Define what you mean by ran oh, yeah, into. I definitely didn't actually run into them, but... Uh, you saw them saw from them, a distance. Saw them, yes, from behind walking. Mm. Surrey was throwing a fit. It was it was really entertaining.
0: Wow. That's yeah. great. I love that.
2: They've been pen pals ever since.
0: Yep. Kayleigh, Austin, I'm friends.
2: Austin,
3: I'm so glad you asked this mm. question. This reminds me of um, elementary school Kaylee attending summer camp and... Who was in my cabin was none other than Taylor Momsen. Who's Taylor Momsen, you ask? She's the actress that plays Cindy Lou Who, in the wow. Grinch that's right uh, so we spent seven days six nights together in a, in a also in oven.
0: Spy Kids 2 yes uh, my the president's p- daughter yes <laughs> Austin Austin is very very well spoken well versed on Cindy Lou that's amazing anyways Austin I'm so glad that you asked this question I'm a long time listener and a first time mm-hmm. caller and my answer is I was on my honeymoon about a year and a half ago in Hawaii and as I was making my way to go ask one of the waitresses where the restroom was at the restaurant Um, lo and behold the other person who was also coming to ask the very same question was none other than pierce brosnan you heard it here first people the mrs doubtfire actor the james bond extraordinaire of the 90s and early 2000s i got to meet him and shake his hand and tell him it was an honor to meet him and what did he say that i was an honorable man and i was like let's go that's all he said yep that was all he said Mm -hmm. did you get a picture no picture, I didn't want to be too weird.
3: He's never washed that hand since though. <laughs> never
0: <watched laughs> like that Until hand. Corona. Anyways, Austin, why don't you share Thank with us? Thank you for asking. I was <laughs> finally waiting for that. I met,
1: I was in New York, like Landry, and I was in a Subway sandwich shop, waiting in line. And I turn around and it was Mr. Thrift Shop himself, Macklemore, standing there by himself, ordering just a cold cut on a random Tuesday night. And he went and sat down and ate by himself. And we went up there and said, hey, Mr. Macklemore, sir, can we have uh, dinner with you? And he said, I'm sorry. And he didn't let us eat dinner with him. But we did get a picture. So it was awesome. He declined the friendship. He declined the friendship, unfortunately.
3: Awesome. That was a great question. Thank you. I feel like we all got to know each other a little bit better. And the only (laughs) natural thing to do from here is transition to (laughs) our topic for today's podcast. But I'm going to set the scene a little for you guys. I want you to picture um, a personal experience I've had recently. It's Friday night, um, plans just didn't fall together. It's like, I guess everyone was out of town. Something must've been happening. So, um, I did what any natural person would do. And I made, I made myself some dinner by myself and I put on Disney plus and it was time to watch frozen Two. Mm-hmm. Um, and halfway through the movie, I pulled up my phone and got on Instagram and suddenly it was like all my friends were at dinner and people were doing fun. Thanks or all these out you. Yeah. Seemed to be mm-hmm. happening. And it's crazy. I, I plugged my phone back in, I restarted it, uh, but it seemed that my phone was not working or the invites seemed to not come to me that day because I was not invited to anything that was going on that night. And instead, as a grown woman, I was watching Frozen 2 by myself on a Friday night. And I I start with that story because I think that many of us have had moments where we're just by ourselves, chilling, feeling pretty content. And then we realize that we weren't invited to something or that we've missed out on a really fun, um, just kind of enjoyable moment with friends. Your Uh, invite
0: got lost in the mail. Some would say my invite
3: got lost in the mail. So today we're going to address that question. What do I do if my friends are hanging out, if fun stuff is going on and I wasn't invited and I feel left out. And I'm looking forward, Landry, to hearing uh, you speak into this specifically. And I think you're going to have some great wisdom. It's going to be a really uh, profitable conversation. And so we're going to start. We're just going to jump right on in. Uh, First, do you feel like you are able to Uh, relate to this issue do you feel like the idea of being left out not invited is something relevant
2: you've seen during your time in high school definitely I think it's something that I think we've all experienced Um, like I've experienced it my friends have even my sister who's going into seventh grade has and something that I have to talk to my mom and dad a lot about so yeah
0: yeah
3: and this is not just a, a girl issue necessarily, like oh, guys' yeah. experiences For too, sure. right y'all?
0: Yes, even though the guys may want to pretend that they're tough yeah. and, and, you know, it's, they're not affected by not being invited to the fun thing that their friends are doing. Yeah, it's so true. All of us have had an experience of being uninvited or left out. And that's just a reality. It's not a girl thing. It's not a guy thing. It's a human thing. And um, we probably most experience it in our teenage years in high school. Definitely. And, and, and junior high. It doesn't
3: matter who you are. You have probably experienced this issue. And so Landry, we're going to uh, just ask you a couple questions and get your perspective on awesome. it. And the first one is, how do you think that the culture around us encourages
2: us to respond when we are not invited? Yeah. So I definitely think that a lot of times my mom calls it a pity party. Um, we just yes. kind of throw ourselves one and mope around and um, feel feel sorry for ourselves for not being invited to whatever, or, you know, you have the other side of it where you're taking extreme action of like, uh, well, they didn't invite me to this, so I'm not going to invite them to my thing and um taking revenge on that. so Yeah, suddenly you have a scoreboard of For
3: who's sure. invited
2: you to what and, well, I'm going to invite them
3: based mm-hmm. on that.
0: Absolutely. Like our culture, our culture, and even ourselves, our, our flesh, our sinful nature, like prompts us in those moments to seek vengeance. Hey, I wasn't invited. I'm going to mistreat this person or I'm going to make sure that I, you know, create a, a, a situation, a fun hang and choose to not invite that person or groups of people so that they can feel how I felt. Um, and that's just not the way a student who wants to follow Jesus should respond to being left out or or to being uninvited. That's
3: so good, it's a slippery slope if you start um, operating out of that mentality, Landry. Is there a specific, uh, just think through your time growing up, being in high school, is there a specific instance that you can remember that you felt left out of the fun or an activity that your uh,
2: just friends were experiencing? Definitely. So I was on eighth grade and ninth grade cheer and I was trying out at the end of my freshman year to be on the sophomore team or the JV team again. And I didn't make it. And I was really on cheer to be on a team. I didn't love cheer really. yeah. Um, but a lot of my friends were on it. And so I loved having that kind of camaraderie. And so it was really hard once I didn't make it to go to those football games, which I love football. Yeah. Um, So it was hard to see them doing stunts and and cheering and whatever, and me being left out of that. Um, And then you have like the Christmas parties and all those events that they have that I was not a part of. And so it wasn't just like losing that team. It was losing a lot of my friends because Even when I was like, hey, let's hang out this weekend. They're like, oh, I have a cheer thing. I can't. So there was a lot of just heartache there.
3: Yeah. What were some of the thoughts that were going on in your mind um, when suddenly your friends were saying, actually, I, I can't hang out. Oh, and you can't come to this either.
2: Right. Well, definitely anger. I mean, it was not their fault that I didn't make it, but just anger towards them because I was jealous Um, and just feelings of like, I'm not good enough, I'm not cool enough, I'm not fun enough Um, and hurt, which, you know, disappointment's okay, but, but I was just really hurt by that. So
0: yeah, and 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 I think that's a really good point that you just touched on, Landry. Where when you're not invited, if you're a student listening, you're hanging at home, on a run, whatever you're doing. Um, like my encouragement to you is to to meet your emotions instead of stuffing them, like acknowledge that you're angry, that you weren't invited or that you're sad or that you feel not enough, but don't just sit there, but acknowledge those emotions because they're real. But in, in, in the long run, the encouragement is to inform those real emotions with what's true about you. And maybe one of the things that you need to do, if you're not invited or feel left out, or it just feels like everyone else is doing something and they maybe purposely from your perspective didn't invite you um, is to humbly ask for clarification. I think that is really tough, really hard to do as a uh, as a teenager, you know, in in middle school or high school um, to go up to your friends and say, hey, I I noticed that everyone else in my friend group was at this event or hanging out together and for some reason I I wasn't there and I would have imagined that you know I would have been invited to that and I don't want to make any assumptions but I want to seek understanding because truly someone could have genuinely just forgotten or just it just slipped their mind and approaching it from a place of humility versus a place of anger and hurt and seeking vengeance is one of the best things you can do.
1: Yeah. Something I just add to that is just always assume it's your job to initiate. And so if you feel like you're being left out or you feel like you didn't get invited, man, the next time you just be the one who initiates with others and invites others in and starts the group hangout or the group event or whatever it is, be the one who initiates.
3: That is so good because a lot of us, when we aren't invited, we do not respond. We do not respond well, right? We respond um, in ways that we often end up regretting. And so think about yourself. Think of your, your friends um, or just the people around you how do most of your peers handle situations where they are not invited or they feel left out
2: I think it reminds me of the situation where um, when someone doesn't get invited or whatever. And then you're like texting everyone, like who started this, who, who, like whose party is this Finding and, the and you're, yes. And then you're checking social media, you're looking at all the, the photos and then, you know, the maps, all the things to try to find out like what's happening, what you're missing. Yeah. Um, and then just again, that anger and, um, stuffing that down, like Jermaine was talking about and then harboring that, um, I think is a lot of, yeah. what yeah.
3: Uh, what, what, what effect does that have on friendships as oh, people man. are responding that way?
2: Yeah. I, I mean, it definitely does not help them. It hurts it a lot. Um, just when you don't have that, I guess, I mean, it's part of trust, but, yeah. um, but when you're angry at someone else, like you're going to act out on, on a lot of, you know, minor things because you're frustrated about something else.
0: Yeah. And, and, and so that's why it's so important for um, students listening who are followers of Jesus to choose to respond differently mm-hmm. because we have the power within us to choose to respond, not out of anger, not out of frustration, not out of disappointment or discouragement, but out of a place of understanding um, who we are in Christ. And that's that's really tough to say in that moment that your response shouldn't be to sit in despair and mope around or um, to act out and, and not. Not invite someone else to something that you create, but to um, choose to believe the best about them. You know, a way that I've heard itself said is believe the best before you think the worst. You know, like I said earlier, someone could have genuinely forgotten to invite you to a situation, and starting out from a place of um, believing the best about them is is the key to continue to build trust or even rebuild trust if they if they genuinely and purposefully did not invite you to that yeah. event. And so it's so important to believe the best before you think the worst.
1: Yeah. Proverbs eighteen two just says a fool takes no pleasure in understanding, but only in expressing his opinion. And so when you feel left out or you didn't get invited, instead of expressing your opinion, why you should have got invited or, um, you know, negatively interpreting the best thing you can do is seek to understand. And a lot of times you realize that the person or the people just forgot to invite you.
3: That is so good. Landry, let's go back to this cheer story that you were telling us. Cause, uh, I think that is so good, but we want to know, what did you learn from that experience? Like how has the Lord worked in your life and what lessons has he taught you because of that, like divide and the, um, just the
2: lack of invitation that came from that. Sure. Yeah. So, uh, after I didn't make it, there was a girl that I was friends with who also didn't make it and we were in drama together. So that kind of became our thing, which was awesome, but just in being able to, um, encourage her through that and us to be able to encourage each other I guess but um sophomore year was really the year that the lord got a hold of my heart and was like hey you can't do this by yourself which is a lie that i believed for a really long time yeah um and so when i really didn't have anyone um i was like oh okay well <laughs> kind of need to rely on the lord that's kind of important um so that's something that i definitely got out of that that's so good
3: um, I love that. I'm, I just think that the root of it in my own life, I've seen that my desire to be invited, my desire, um, to be on the invite list in the group texts, like, um, in the photos on Instagram really does come down to the root of wanting to be well liked and wanting mm. to be, uh, well praised. And I think of Galatians one ten. it's, am I seeking the approval of man Or am I seeking the approval of God? Because if I am seeking the approval of man, then I'm not following Christ the way that I should be. And that is so convicting for me to have to do that heart check. But I love the way that you've said the Lord took that time to be like, are you satisfied in me alone? Mm -hmm. Do you understand that you are approved by me alone? And once you found contentment in that, you can you can approach invitations, you can approach friendships, you can approach high school in a totally redeemed way. For sure.
0: Yeah. And I wanted to, I want to harp on something that Kaylee just said by reminding, you know, us here at this table and our listeners that your value, your worth isn't determined by an invite to a social event in junior high or high school or whatever season of life you might be in. Your value and worth is determined by the God of the universe who chose to create you exactly the way you are and put You and the groups of friends and the family and the context in which you are. And he has made an invitation to every single one of us. If you've ever read the Bible, the first uh, book in the New Testament, Matthew, Jesus uh, tells this, brings this invitation. He doesn't exclude anyone. In fact, he makes this invitation to every single one of us. He says, come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, feel lonely, feel rejected, feel uninvited. He says, come to me and I will give you rest. And that sounds like kind of a cheesy answer, right? They're like, don't worry if you're not invited to the party or to the the social event because Jesus is your best friend or Jesus is with you or you have him. Um, And while it might be cheesy... I think it's really true. And it's a hard uh, truth to maybe swallow in those moments where you feel discouraged by being uninvited and being lonely. But I think, I believe that it is a truth that will transform the way you view, you know, all of these invitations or lack thereof. And so your value, whoever you are, wherever you are listening to this is not determined by an invitation.
1: Yeah. If you are a follower of Christ, then you have access to the greatest inner circle of all time. And so if you ever feel left out or not included, just remember who you're included by. And so I love that reminder. Um, Just to close, Landry, how about you share maybe one last encouragement you give to our audience about feeling left out?
2: Sure. So I would say just to use this time to rely on Christ more closely um, because you have more time to do that. Um, and then grace shows character and faith. And when you do that, that is such a great witness.
0: I love what Landry just said. And I think in addition to her encouragement to students in terms of a one last thing is that not being invited could be a testimony to the different life you've chosen to live. And what I mean by that is if you are a person who has placed your faith and trust in Jesus and are daily walking in obedience to his will and way into his word, sometimes you just won't be invited because your friends have observed um, your convictions. They've seen what you've, you've stand for by the way you live your life and, you know, what you've said and because they might be engaging in activity that they're, um, You know, maybe don't want you to see them engaging in, they're just not going to invite you. And honestly, we should count it as a privilege in some scenarios when we are not invited um, to be a part of um, something that may not be God's best. And and that's just another perspective I wanted to add to this conversation.
1: Well, Landry, thanks for joining us on the podcast today. You provided some really valuable insight into this topic. And so just to summarize what we said, if you ever feel left out, your job is to seek to understand, to believe the best about other people. Then understand that your worth isn't determined by an invite, but who Christ says you are. And then lastly, choose to respond differently. Don't respond how the world does when they're not invited by revenge and anger, but respond by overcoming evil with good. And so that's going to do it for us for this episode. If you have any questions about teenage life that you'd like for us to discuss, email students at watermark.org. We'll see you guys next time.